and welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and often recommendations for whatever we read that week. So, Amy, what did we read this week? We read The Camelot Caper by Elizabeth Peters, who we've formally talked about Yes, long-time listeners of the podcast will know Elizabeth Peters wrote the um, Amelia Amelia Peabody Peabody books, which starts with The The Crocodile Crocodile on the Sand. Yes, hey, I was remembering that. (laughs) And yes, so this is one of her other novels. It is completely unrelated to Amelia Peabody. 100%. Only linked in the fact that it is another kind of mystery romp style thing. Yes. Set in... Well, conte- it was written in the 60s, so it's set Right, in the so late- it's actually set It's contemporary. 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 What's that Contemporaneous? Word? Yeah, is that right? Anyway, yeah, that's what I was going for. It sounds all right. I'm going that's for That's what it. I was going for. Cool. So do you want me to do that? We haven't decided. Should I do the spoiler free or do you want to? I think you need to because I'll just retell the plot. <laughs> I'll just say, we begin with Jessica on a bus. <laughs> that would be accurate. That is how it begins. Okay, so Kimberly. Because this is sort of a mystery, you need to do the spoiler-free recap. Okay, cool. So I will try and do, like, brief broad strokes because I think any amount of detail is pointless. But we do meet Jessica when she is on a bus. Then she kind of does a little bit of a flashback. So kind of ignoring the flashback and just retelling kind of what's happening in chronological order, Jessica is a young woman who has come over from the States. So she was born and raised in America but is now in England. She has come over because her grandfather on her father's side, her paternal grandfather, is dying and has asked her to come and visit and has asked her specifically to bring a ring, this kind of ugly man's ring that her mother had had valued. It was signet cheap. Ring. It's like a signet ring. And it was made of like cheap metal and it had a stone in it, but it was probably like a garnet and it's a cheap, like not very well made, not very good quality, blah, blah, blah. So as far as she's concerned, it's worthless. But she did know that her dad had nicked it so her dad had fallen out with his british family and when he ran away to the states with her mother he took the ring with him as kind of yeah take that family exactly so she is in england to see her grandfather and give him the ring and whatever then it quickly becomes apparent that someone is trying someone or someone's are trying to take the ring. She gets kind of accosted and her luggage gets searched and they are like, we'll let you go. We just want the ring. And she's like, what? What are you even talking about? So she goes hides, on the run. She goes on the run, hides the ring and in the course of going on the run, meets up with a man who um, offers to help her out and drive her back to London and whatever. And through other events, then he becomes embroiled because the people who are chasing the pursuers of her uh, kind of figure he must be in on it too. So they kind of go after him. So, yeah. so his his name is David, and he is a. He's a yeah. I didn't know if that was a spoiler. Yeah, it probably is. Mm, yeah. That's why well, I his didn't name's bring David because that's kind of a moment. So yeah. Anyway, and that's kind of it. They then are trying to solve the mystery of who's after them, why they're after them, and many hijinks ensue. They kind of run for a bit of the novel and then they get a bit more proactive for a bit of the novel 
and there's a kind of another little stream of like romance in there as well between Jessica yeah, well, it's and an David. Elizabeth Peters. There's yeah, always so there's always of... some kind of romance stream, and that is that. That's done. I think hijinks is a very good word mm. for this novel. I would agree. Mm. So you said it was set in the sixties. Yes. We, Did we, we say? covered that, yeah, yes, at the beginning. Yes, when I tried to work out yeah. what the word was. So, Amy, that's a very short spoiler-free recap. Well, well they always done, are mate. when we do, like, hijinks mystery. mysteries. Yeah. So, what did you think of it, and would you recommend it? This is a very silly book. Mm. It is so silly. Yeah. And I really enjoy it. Okay. I really enjoy it because it's just like a romp. And you get to go on some little adventures through some parts of the English countryside and have this little sort of fast-paced mystery yeah. that sweeps you along. So it's a book that I read and a book that I come back to when I just need something comforting and not too mentally taxing. It's a very quick read and I really enjoy a quick read. But what I do enjoy about this book is it's one of those few that I quite like listening to the audiobook, which okay. is very strange for me. And I really like listening to the audiobook for the reasons that I like the story. Yeah. But I like while I'm sewing or if I'm doing something because it's just fun. Yeah, I think it's right. fun. Um, the mystery is completely ridiculous. The mystery is so stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I enjoy Jessica and I enjoy David's characters. Yep. And I enjoy their little, like, adventures in repartee. I think that's quite fun. So that's yeah, the okay. reason that I read it. I don't read it for finding out who the heck did it all and why they really need the ring. I think yeah. the sort of complexities that happen towards the end are really classical melodrama They're type. a bit erroneous. Like, I don't think they're the point of the novel <laughs> no. either. I think it was. it almost feels like she got to the end and is like, Wait, why could they be doing this? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I think the only way to finish this now is for this, like, this crazy, like, list of things to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Even the creation of, like, a villain at the end being like, oh, one yeah. of these characters okay. has to be villainous. So I was just going to remark on the villains. They're supposed to be these moments of, like, threat and terror yeah. in the novel. I, they're not really threatening or terrifying no, because she tries to make, undercut. you know, a villain be a charming rogue but also be a villain and then this other guy be a villain and they're just sort of – I think the villains are a bit two-dimensional. But I enjoy spending time with Jessica and David. So yeah. on the, for those reasons, because it's quick and because it's one of those books that I can either sit there and I can quickly read if I want. Yeah, if you're like an airplane book or something. Yeah, yeah. but I can also – do the audiobook option if I want the same story, but I'm doing something yep. that's occupying my hands. So for those reasons, I do enjoy it and I would recommend it, which is also a really quick yes or no from Amy. Yeah, and concise. Well done. It is very, very much unlike in terms of its narrative or character complexity, the Amelia Peabody novels. Yeah, it's, it's vastly different, you mean. It's so different. Yeah. And there's a lot that when I first read it, there were bits where I went, did I miss something? Was there like... Something that's meant to happen between that paragraph and that paragraph. So there's a lot that's like subtextual that happens at times. Yeah, okay. And I do sort of miss the presence of Amelia's voice, knowing that it's an Elizabeth Peters, but you know, it's it's contemporary and it's Yeah, you let it go. I let it go. Your thoughts. My thoughts. Yeah. So I would not recommend it. Okay, because you just listened to the audiobook, I didn't did, you? of right. your recommendation, which was interesting that you recommended an audiobook because even when 
I might go in search of an audiobook version of something that we're reading, mm. it's rare that you will say, no, no, you should listen specifically to the audiobook. So I think it's only been like this and maybe Venetia that you were like, definitely do the audiobook. Mm. So this isn't narrated by Richard Armitage. It's not. You no, just need to no, say no, that. No, I was disappointed. <laughs> I didn't find the narration annoying at all. Sometimes I, I do when the narrators set in, like, so they've got a historical kind of turn of phrase and speech. Sometimes it becomes like a little bit mobster for me, and I—I I think that's the wrong terminology, but it becomes—it feels like I'm listening like to Grease Lightning or something, like, or like you're watching of, a 1930s gangster film. Where yes, like, hey, yeah, doll, yes. and you're like, Ugh. and I feel like I read that better than I listen to it. Yes. So one of the reasons why I was like, you have to do the audiobook is that you cannot get a digital version of, of this book. It doesn't copy. exist yeah, in Australia. Right. Only. Only the audiobook is released, so, so I have strange. a antiquated, very battered physical copy. Right. Okay. So I think all the things that you find charming about this book, mm-hmm. I found irritating. Dull. Yes. No, not irritating. Okay, it's not good. annoying. I just found it dull. Like she was okay and he was okay, but there antics and their repartee and their characters were not engaging there were no more engaging than yep. characters in other romp hijinks books we read where the central mystery is more interesting and like engaging the talisman as well. Ray. exactly yep. so it makes me go yeah this is this is fine like it's not there's nothing wrong with it but for the for the kind of whole in my heart or the the kind of moment that this kind of book fills, there are other books I would go to time and time again before I would go to yeah, this book. to fill the, yes. I need to Even read something terms, that's yeah, charming, charming, quick. And, and set in the past but not super far in the past. Like yeah. all of it, any of it, I would have another book that I would go to first. The only thing I would say is it is quick. Mm-hmm. I would actually have to say that for me, this book dragged a little bit because you felt it was- I felt that nothing was happening <laughs> and it was just everyone was just kind of wandering around in England and I was like, okay. And then, then when the ending came and it's and by your own words, kind of lame, like it's a lame. <laughs> it just sort of happens. <laughs> And the, story, I, and the narrative love, is so unbelievable and it. so lame that I'm just like, oh, this is what was waiting for me at, at the end of this. And honestly, the audiobook, I think, took me four hours to do. Like, Which is a really quick mm, audiobook. It's really short. So at the two-hour mark, I was like, how much more of this is this? Like, is that why it's so slow? Because it's one of those I'm slow to start but I'm building up books. No, you're halfway through. But Kimberly, there's kidnapping. There's uh, being yeah, punked on the head and bungled into a van. Yep. But the thing is, I find it but fascinating. But also, the because... other guys aren't particularly threatening, but they're also not particularly endearing. So it's kind of like, <laughs> it's just all, like, there's it's just a lot of inconvenience. It's a string of lots of inconveniences it is. Yes, that happen. that's right. Yeah. There are moments, because it is, because it is a string of things that are happening. There were moments that I really liked. Like, so very early on, so she starts on a bus, right? The narrative of her being on the bus and meeting the people on the bus and how that kind of scene plays out in the Mm -hmm. first, say, I think three chapters. It's hard in audiobooks to realise, like, what chapter I'm up to, but the first kind of bit of the book before she's even met David. Yeah, I think it's the first three chapters. Loved it. 
I really, and I was like, oh, I'm so ready for this. So it starts well. I was like, I'm so ready for this. And then it just becomes her and Dave and I lose interest. So I really, I really was excited about, so that moment for me, I was like, that's cool. And then they meet some like random people at Stonehenge later on. And that was cool. (laughs) Though that was one of those bits where I was like, have I missed something? If you, what you look away for a moment and you come back and you're like, you know what? It's sort of like a Tintin episode. I that's sorry, Tintin is outside my wheelhouse. Oh. I never watched Tintin. I'm sorry, that's not a reference I'll get. But you can share <laughs> oh, that listeners who have listeners. it's yeah. like a someone at home will be like, it is like a Tintin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going but with to... more women, <laughs> <laughs> at least one, and no dog. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got I got to that halfway point. And I realized I had two hours to go and was like, so clearly it's not enough time for it to get good, but it's still as long as I've already been listening, which has felt like an eternity. And I sped it up to one and a half You always do that anyway. Which I think might have been my problem. It doesn't save it. But I I was like, oh, I haven't sped this up. So I sped it up more than I normally do to get it, to get it done quicker and then I'm it was pretty like, sure there's a book you've listened to that you've spent up to like three three times as fast i have it was some of them so what i reckon these books were is elizabeth peters took a break from writing amelia peabody and just yeah. and she went away for like a weekend holiday yeah. and then she wrote this yeah because there's a there's a series of unconnected contemporary as in she wrote them when they're set yeah right novels of a similar tone yeah right that she wrote that are not ancient Egyptian or Amelia Peabody. So there's like the Copenhagen connection and they're all about some sort of like tenuous historical moment and a group of mildly menacing people. Where you only need to do very limited research before you can write it and... You can write it off the top of your head because she was like a historian anyway. Like So so they feel like a sort of, I'm going to write a silly novel in a weekend, which I enjoy. Oh look, and there I'm not. I'm not opposed to silliness. I think that's. I think that's well on the record that I do enjoy some silliness. This just was not the bits that I guess there are two parts to any novel, but particularly to a silly novel. And one is the plot, which is usually the silly part, and then the other part is your characters, who sometimes are also silly. And I can very easily do silly, ridiculous plot, awesome, rich characters, which is like Ivy Wed. I can also do excellent plot, silly, silly characters, characters, which is kind of more the talisman ring. But for you, this had both silly. This was, the plot was silly and the characters were beige. I didn't Mm. like, so I think the problem here was you like the characters. I could take them or leave them. Yeah. And I don't because the plot I, the plot isn't good enough for me to show up for the plot. So when it, the option is take them or leave them, I'm going to leave them. But I can very much get and appreciate why you like it. Yeah. Like it's not one of those ones where I'm vehement. It's just that I wouldn't read it again. No, but and I can that's very totally fine. You get, can see why I yes. because I need – I have it. Ha- I find it fun. Yes. And therefore I don't – I'm happy to tolerate <laughs> Also, you get Both a lot more. Both the silly character and yes. the silly plot. <laughs> and you get a lot more reading fatigue because you Ugh. read more than I do. And I always and I just think, need a brain break and this book's a good brain break. And it, and I get that. Like it's even, it's, yeah. It, but you want your brain to be engaged. 
So there we go. That's our summary. You don't want to recommend it because you want your brain to be somewhat engaged and it wasn't yes. engaging enough. And I would because I didn't want my brain to be engaged. <laughs> there we go. When I don't want my brain to be engaged, I will watch television or lose consciousness and sleep. Right. That's yeah. kind of where I'm at. Yes, I do. So Okay. Well, I you trash, I treasure. Correct. I would trash. Yeah. All right. That's it. Thank you very much for joining us again for another episode. Join us again next week where we will bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, possibly recommendations or not, or both, for whatever we read. And until then, happy reading or listening if you love audiobooks. And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.